316 says I just whipped your ass. Yes! You just made the list! And hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Stuart Vine. As obviously you can hear, there's no uh, Joshua Plummer this time. He's been um, replaced. Got... He's, he's, he's gone. He's, yes, he's gone forever. The, 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 uh, me, me and my good friend Carl Dixon has decided um, to t- take his uh, take his place. You're um, Obviously, it's part of his grand plan to secretly <laughs> take over the entire podcast. But um, but um, best time to start, you know, start in January and all that kind of stuff. But, but, um, um, but yeah. It, yeah. Is it? Ah, we'll I mean, it. well, but yeah. So obviously, Scar is going to join me to review um, the Royal Rumble. Obviously, I would normally say it's the first pay per view of 2022, but WWE is nice enough to give us day one. That was very annoying after January January 1st, when normally you would like to chill on the first day of 2022. But WWE, they do love to um, do that to us, apparently. So, um, but yeah. So yeah, obviously won the big four. It's always a kind of big event for anything. I mean, I guess in myself and yourself as well. Um, yeah, always enjoy it. Always look forward to it because you're always going to get something. But this year's one, I, it's a weird... I, I guess we go straight into that, just talking about the whole show as a whole and I mean, we'll go into details. But. First, I should say, the Royal Rumble is my favourite match of the year. Without, without every year, it, on paper, it's the match that can give you the most... Nostalgia, uh, unpredictability, and opportunity, which is like three things that make everything better in wrestling, if we're honest. So yeah, it does, um, yeah. But yeah, you said they're the big four, right? And you are right. Obviously, Royal Rumble won the biggest event. And this is where I got confused from the start because I don't know about anyone else, but when I was watching that this when I was watching it this morning, I well, I watched the kickoff show waiting for a match. There was no pre-show matches at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I've got to be honest, because obviously, um, it, with obviously me and Josh, we always we always say we we bring it up like who won, but we never watch the pre-show because it's not aimed at us. We don't need to. You know, it's more aimed for the people that you know might. I don't know why, but, but couldn't they have done something? Couldn't they have done a I don't know a, a triple threat with a load of Raw mid guys and say they get a US title shot on Raw? I mean, I mean, I, well, I didn't. I thought, I, for some reason, I thought there was like the New Day versus something because I saw Big E's on SmackDown briefly for no reason. But um, oh, we'll get I thought, to Big E. I, I, thought, I thought, well, I mean, I look forward to that rant. Is there rant involved there? Like, <laughs> we like, we like rant here. We like rant. Um, just your wrestling podcast. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so no pre-show. So I don't. I guess in like most things. Um, but uh, first things first. Um, instead of going in deep in each match, like. I guess we just got to go ourselves. What's your thoughts on the whole show? What was your when you finished watching it? I guess in this morning. Um, what was your thoughts? Um, look, it's not a bad show necessarily. Like there are some good bits, but there are. It just could have been so much better. Is the problem right? Like on paper, it had the potential to be really good. We were going into both rumbles not really knowing who's going to win. You couldn't really call it. Both t- both title matches, you couldn't really call it. You, there were lots of rumours. It was unpredictable going into it. And then as the show continued, that unpredictability disappeared. I mean, completely. I mean, yeah, I mean, to be fair, it's like when it comes to obviously predictions, I was pull out my predictions as well as everyone. It's like most of the predictions were kind of like most of the time right, but not because of like 
um, people are like these whiz at predicting. It's just it was quite straightforward where they were going with it. Um, um, I, again, it's 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 I don't know. It's just it felt it was it just felt weird. Like it just didn't. It's like I was watching it halfway through and I was just like, this is the Royal Rumble. This should be like you should you should feel excited and feel like oh anything can happen. But it just felt like a behind the numbers show. Like and it didn't it didn't feel big time. And when you've got Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins and Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar, which for the record were the two best bits of the show, it should feel a lot bigger. I mean, even those two matches without the Rumbles, it should feel like a big show. Well, to be fair, the St. Louis crowd weren't exactly pumped. Uh, maybe maybe it was the way I was listening to it, or the um, maybe it's because maybe I just weren't wasn't pumped, so I wasn't looking for it. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if they just weren't up for this show. I don't know if it's because maybe they've been there for like six hours, maybe it's been a longer show. They just they want I don't know, I just didn't feel like they had the pops like of other crowds maybe might be wrong it I mean it felt like it was a show that uh, yes it felt long in some ways but it was a what a four-hour show and it felt like there was only about two hours worth of actual wrestling I know that's not true look I'm looking at the actual times here but it didn't feel like there was a lot of actual in-ring action for a normal Royal Rumble, so I wonder if that's why the crowd were a bit quiet. They were looking at screens for half the night. Yeah, that's true. I mean, especially with the Royal Rumble matches, obviously, normally like an hour, near about, a bit less. Um, even I was doing it. It's like I got through for the second, like you got the men, the uh, first match we'll talk about in a bit, and you had the Royal, the women's Royal Rumble, and then after that, it's like, oh, that, that was tiring. You're like, oh my God, there's two, four matches to go. Okay. And it's just like, I don't know if the pacing was off might be a thing. I don't know if I... the, the timing to the show is it completely is completely weird. I mean, I'll, I'll run through for because I got her in here. So uh, the women's rumble was the um, longest match on the show. Okay, was that like 29, um, 30 minutes or fifty nine fifty? So it's ten seconds off the hour. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. But the men's match was only fifty one minutes, which I mean explains a lot because it did feel rushed. Yeah, it, did, it didn't. I don't know about the men's one. It just felt there was nothing. As you, I think uh, I said, obviously check out your tw- Twitter. I saw your Twitter. It's like there was just nothing there. There was just nothing there. Yeah, no, nice little plug there. We do we do a lot of plugs here. Um, but um, um, but yeah, just it just there wasn't surprises. There wasn't anything new. I mean, it was just nothing. It was just by the numbers rumble. When yeah, I mean, I, let, let's start with the opening match though, because the opening match is the best bit of the card, without a doubt. Like if this. If you are, if you've not watched this show, watch the opener and read about the rest. Listen to us talk about the rest, but watch the opener because I mean, if oh my god, the Shield are my favourite faction, my favourite act potentially in history, right? Yeah. And it was it was basically a Shield memorial match, and it was brilliant. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean to be fair, it's like um, we had a situation. Okay, the story's basically. Um, Seth trying to get into Roman's head that now he's pretty much he's lost his he's lost his try well at the time he lost his um uh was it council he lost um spoiler um was it um lost his council and he's lost the use of so he's going there by himself and I, th- and I think Seth done a very good job of getting in his head and I love the kind of story of that and I love yeah. the way as I said when he came down with the shield I was like I was like you gotta be kidding me he's actually coming down the shield but it was, it was the little thing. It genuinely was I, my favourite match. I, genuinely, I would, 
I think I, I liked it a lot more than a lot of other people online. And it was the little things to like, yes, the, the shield music, yes, the shield vest, and he comes through the crowd. But as he's coming through the crowd and he goes over the um over the barricade, he yeah. did the old school front flip that yeah, he used just... to do as the shield. And it's those little things and oh, it's stuff like um the I mean the post match attack which we'll get to, it was Seth Rollins turning on the shield with the chair shots. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and it was set again. up perfectly, like literally the same thing. He gets up and then boom, hits him. He lands on the second rope the exact same way Roman did back in the day. Um, I mean, for me, one little thing, like if you look at my notes, like just because um, maybe Pat, Pat McAfee's got more freedom to say pretty much whatever he wants. I do like the way that he did bring up, Mo- he did say mocks like John Moxley and I found that funny it's like how many times how much do you want to bet that he was getting shouted by Vince saying how dare you say his name don't say well, his name so they said it in the build as well haven't they it's the third time they've said the word Mox on TV in the last month so McAfee said it twice now and Rollins said it in a promo and it's very interesting because like yes the hardcore fans know who he is but the casual fans don't if we're honest the casual fans that only watch WWE now and again don't watch anything else. We'll go, who's Mox? I know Ambrose. Yeah, That's just the truth of the matter. Cole called him Ambrose later for the record. But yeah, it, it's odd. It's a little bit odd that no, that's not a problem. No, because not, I think it's because WWE were used to him. They're just like, if you don't if you don't work for us anymore, you're like, so you've been erased from history type thing. Yeah, yeah sometimes way, do but that. at the same time, like, um, there's, I mean, there's lots of people in history that have gone to a different different company like when wcw was a thing and they would call them like kevin nash for example for the longest time until he came back if whatever they had to call him even in a press conference or anything like that it would be diesel or razor ramon not scott hall and kevin nash so it's i don't know it's interesting i think it was i wonder if it was uh trying to build tension to maybe maybe mox was in the rumble that's what one they wanted people to think obviously he wasn't but I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I, I just, I just really loved the match, and it wasn't even just the Shield callbacks. It was, and I remember this. I haven't even got it written down, but I remember it. Two things. Rollins busted out the the um, the the buckle bomb, which he hasn't done in a long time. Because this yeah. is the movie he injured Sting with, right? Yeah. So that's just like whoa, okay. And then the. Um, the spear into the pedigree counter near fall. Oh, that was beautiful. Was chef's kiss. Uh, I mean, I, I, I love the way I didn't even notice it at the time as well. Like when he said, oh, like Triple H. And I thought, oh, of course. Well, I, know, it, I, I know it's Triple H with the pedigree, but I just the idea when he, I thought he did, because he still does the pedigree now and then when he does moves. So I thought he just done it. And I thought, and then when you put the added notion that, it's a Triple H move is, the little nuances there really cool. But yeah, a lot of way he went for the spear, jumped and then just went into the pedigree. <laughs> I love stuff like that. I love characters so, like that. But it's a callback. This is the thing. So I think it was Money in a Bank 2016, I want to say. And it was Rollins versus Reigns for the title. Yeah. And Rollins beat Reigns for the title with that exact counter spot. And it was enough for the win. So it was a really nice little subtle callback to their own history. Yeah, that's what the whole match was. I mean, how, I mean, how, I can't remember. How long was the match? Like 10, 15 minutes? Or like, uh, like... 14, 25 it's got here. Oh, so 15, so basically again, 15 minutes, just go for it. I mean, again, it's just, yeah. I think um, you could sit, uh, it's one of those matches that has a cool stuff. You had obviously that. You had the powerbomb for the table. 
the announce table. It was really cool after a counter. Was it? Was it a shield bomb though, Michael Cole? Uh, the question is no. <laughs> it is what they call in the wrestling profession a power bomb, a normal one. Honestly, Mike Cole does do that sometimes when he gets mixed with like he doesn't know his difference between a splash and a frog splash. Well, this would have been a Vince thing in his ear going, Oh, we're doing shield stuff. Remember, it's a shield bomb, is it though? No, yeah, uh, it's usually no. The answer question is no, Mike, but I he does do it now and then where he's just like if he kind of forgets moves, like he forgets that, yeah, I always have it when he hits someone hits a splash, you're like, Oh, it's a fro-, and it's obviously a frog splash, and he still keeps going on a splash, like at least pack nine times out of ten are going. Yeah, it's a frog splash, mate. And he's like, oh, okay. But it's not a big deal. But yeah, so you had that. You had the uh, spear thing. You had basically Seth continuously laughing in his face every time, really messing with him mind games-wise. Um, and, and obviously a lot of, there's a lot of talk of this Joker, Seth Rollins. So um, with the, kind of the suit he was wearing, I think, last week or week after. So mm. the idea of someone beating the crap out of him and him laughing is very Heath Ledger Joker, right? Very Heath Ledger. That's what I thought. So, um, but yeah, good thing. Good thing is this. This is we've never seen a side like this with Roman. Yeah. What do you think of the finish? The fi- oh, um, it's do, weird. Do you have it. a problem with the finish? I, I think for me it's like um, I don't know. I mean, I think I have the problem with the idea that he had to, he, he got in the guillotine and then all of a sudden the ref holds up the arm and technic. Well, he did put the put the his hand on the on the on the rope. So it's like. So the ref helped him, but obviously didn't, but it was a mistake. But I'm, obviously we've talked about this before, DQ finishes on, when we, when we talk about it on our other stuff, like DQ finishes are on pay-per-views are not the best idea. Uh, um, but I think for the story, it could, I think it works, but I, I did he, he could have just won clean because obviously they're not going to go, they're not going to move on with this story. So why can't he just well, win clean? This the, so this is the thing. Let me, let me put it to you this way. This is why I have not got a problem with it. Uh, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins pay-per-view matches. I want to say this is the third one. I might be the might be the second one. Either way, big matches. Seth Rollins has now won every time. Okay. So when you consider that story, that maybe Seth Rollins is the one guy that can get in Roman Reigns' head, which is the story of the match. The one guy that has got his number a little bit. They they couldn't have Rollins lose if they were going to potentially continue that down the line by doing another. They've set themselves up for another big rematch of Seth Rollins saying, "You can't beat me. You've never beat me." Yeah, I, I mean, when you look at that, like, yeah. But again, it's just I think it's because DQ finishes always have a sour taste in mouths and pay per views. So I think that's why I'm not against it because obviously what happened afterwards is um, I think is perf- kind of made up for the finish when you think about it. I mean. Uh, I mean, I have no issue with the finish also because from a character point of view, so Seth Rollins has spent 10 minutes getting in his head. Roman Reigns has lost the temper and he's well and truly gone headwise, right? So him taking the the heel way out of, okay, do you hear me? Fine. I keep the title. I've got no issue with that. I mean, it's, it's it's nitpicking a little bit. It's like it depends on how you're, you're like. I don't think it's like big a deal. To be fair, it's like it's not like it's not like some proper screw finishes. This one is just like yeah, it's a DQ. It's a bit off, but then the match is pretty good anyway. And then the idea, the the visual of seeing Roman Reigns just literally hit they hit him with that chest so many times that it pretty much broke. I'm I'm loving that. 
and yeah, I think um, I said I like the story. I like what they're doing of it. And um, yeah, I think it was again the right match to start the show because it, you know, I think it was. I I mean, it's considering, considering it was a it was a heel versus heel match as well to open a pay per view, yep. which is like rare. So I'm assuming it, Seth is the I, Seth I was the face in a way. Okay, just I got sometimes asked that question because obviously in this match heel for heel it's like. But anyway, yeah, so he was the face in it, this. It felt match. like he was the face, and I then have got to put the question to you. Do you think a Seth Rollins face turn could be coming? Because I don't know what else he can do as a heel now. Well, it seems like we're at this point again. Um, because we always have remember that last time. Um, well, we forget at one point, I think it was, was it 2016, 17? Seth Rollins was pretty much the hottest thing in the company, I remember, when he was in the Cornell champion. Even I was on board. I was like, yeah, this guy's good, because he's basically showed how amazing he is in the ring. He's So... I'm not against. I'm not against it personally because again, it might freshen up his character. I mean, it, it depends if he's going to be like maybe not a, like a traditional face and maybe just like a you know, like a what's it? Is tweener? Yeah, in between, like kind of like he's kind of. I mean, unless he goes full like maybe go back to the shield days, not literally by like the music and all that, but kind of goes doing stuff he did when he was in the shield, maybe. But I mean, it's what, what, what would one, he do? That's what. That's the thing. What would you be? What would be if you wanted him to go a face turn? What would I, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how they turn him face or how his character changed necessarily. I just all I see is he's been the heel for what two years, about two years, give or take. He's feuded with all the top guys as a heel at this point, more or less. And there's a massive face gap on Raw right now. Yeah. Now, I mean, that, now that Big E's gone back to SmackDown, who's the top face on Monday Night Raw? Right. I mean, if Alice, let's do try and let's do Bobby Lashley thing. Because I got to be honest, the way he was acting. That is something we'll get to. Yeah, I yeah, don't think that's. I mean, but we'll get, we'll get to that. But yeah, so I guess we're agreeing. Great start to the show. Yeah, yeah, um, all downhill from there. But yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, as we said before, I don't know if you picked up on the recording. We we seem to have this knack of every time we do a record a review together, we always pick a pay per view. I'm just like. That. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all it's all you. So basically, this is like, unfortunately, this is one and done for you, my friend. You, you can't come back now if you're bad luck. You know, can't be done. But yeah, he's, he's not saying. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but let's go into the next match. Uh, we should be talking about the women's Royal Rumble match. So again, you kind of got to put the Royal match either right at the start of the show or second, you know, second match on the card. Um, most things about the Royal match is that. Kind of is because my I just don't want to go like nearly forty minutes, literally an hour, literally going through each bit. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, as I said, going into this one, it was a situation of, as you said before, it's kind of who's going to win. I wasn't really sure. I mean, wasn't anyone stand out that might be because of just they weren't they weren't really focusing on who were going to win, or because let's be honest, spoiler warning here, we obviously know who won the Royal Rumble, the Women's Royal Rumble won the Rousey, but it that felt like it came out of nowhere. So this feels like it was a quick kind of, because that rumor only came out like a week ago, or at least a couple yeah, of days Yeah, I mean, ago. it only came out last few days. As soon as, as soon as it was announced, well, not announced, as soon as it was heard she was going to be in the Rumble, there was only one winner, if we're honest. But I, in terms of the, the other people, there wasn't many other contenders. Well, no, there were contenders they could use, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan. I mean, there Sasha, are a few others. Sasha, Sasha Banks. Is, yeah. yeah, Shayna. I mean, you've heard for a while. I was saying Bianca Belair just because the, the kind of uh, ever since the Becky situation, uh, the kind of um, she needs a kind of another 
something else to put her back because she wasn't. I thought she was really good, but then they kind of missed like done the whole Becky situation with, with losing the title and then kind of have done much with her too much. No, she's kind of slipped slipped back down the, the pecking order a bit. I I wasn't a. I, I'm going to preface this by saying this was better than the men's rumble. I am saying. Like it's do it was I think it was I just remembered it from the way I was watching it. I was watching the men's. So it was it might sound horrible, but I was literally like at some time looking at the time, going, okay, this is um because it's just that didn't have anything. At least this had what you would want from a rumble match. It had the surprises. It had it had um, the the uh, was it the legends coming back. It had um, cool moments, all that kind of stuff. Like all like the story beats that you would go into a rumble had that um, playing out in the rumble match. And um, it was, I, I get, was it the best ever? No, but it said it was enjoyable. It was enjoyable to watch. For the most part, yeah. I mean, look, there's lot, lots of good bits to it. I liked, um, I mean, if we're talking the, the, the returns, Mighty Molly's always nice to see. Um, Ivory bringing out the... Um, right, the, the sensor. Uh, I love the, that. Yeah, the RTC music. I'm, I'm here for it. Um, and, and, and holding and holding, holding them. I love the way that basically for the entire she was holding the mic and speaking as well. Even yeah. when she was getting slammed by Rhea Ripley, it's like, yeah, she's um, proper old school there. But I like that. Right to Sense was one of those annoying but lovable groups back in the old two thousands. So that was fun. Mickey got a good pop, which was nice. Um, I liked the tiny little nod between Shayna and Ronda, like, yes, let's go. Let let's start using them as allies that, properly, please. That, that please. was. Well, to be fair, I just want to see Shannon Baszler be utilised as the badass she was in NXT. We've been yeah. waiting for it, basically, since the day one she, no pun intended, uh, the one when she started in, uh, in the main roster, basically. So I just like the way, I just like, for that bit, I like the bit where Ronda's like, she's found a, like, she found a fan, she's like, you've never seen a person so happy to see anyone, ever. And yeah. um, if they can, if, if they're going to, if they do a thing team up with them too, I am totally on board with that. Um, I like the, I like the um, Sonya um, Naomi stuff. That was that was all all quite nice, entertaining yeah. stuff. N- yeah, nothing I mean, uh, mind blowing, but it was it was no, solid. I like the stuff. With, yeah, I like that bit. Like the bit when she's like she, she I got to be honest, a little nitpick. There's too many people. Um, uh, when you, when one person does it, they walk around, don't enter win once. That's fine. But in this match, there was two. <laughs> it was mm. like Sonia and Carmella, but um, and also it's always awkward. It's always awkward when um, was it um, oh, what's his name? God, memory's gone. Come up. Uh, Corey Graves always, oh. Corey Graves absolutely goes crazy every time Camilla comes on the screen mm-hmm. I'm like we know why that is that's not you know we, we know but um, but yeah I mean that was cool I, I like the idea when like Cam- Cameron Cameron came on came into the wing it's kind of oh she's her best friend and then she kind of attacked her I kind of like that like realisation that kind of stuff um, but um, yeah I mean that was a good bit let's let's talk about the back bits though because there's more bad bits as much as it was a better rumble, there's more bad bits. The Bella twins getting the featured role they got is just why. I mean, I, mean, I, ju- I, ju- I it's always the same with the Bellas, isn't it? Um, no, but, but so they what they eliminated Liv just like that. Great, that's going to do wonders I, for her. I got to be honest with you, I was actually really pissed for that because obviously, um, especially when they kind of got involved in that kind of union with um, was it Sarah, was it Sarah Logan? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. I'm going to be fed. I've when when got to be honest. I guess you're not thinking the same. Does anyone find it awkward that literally a, month, literally a couple of weeks ago she was bringing up that Becky got her, was it fired or something? Oh, a, I didn't a, know that. Yeah, no, but like there was, um, they, they, 
probably because they cut it out after straight after because it got a bit of controversy because they're using firing people as a storyline but yeah she pulled up like she basically accused like Becky of like you're the reason why but my friends got fired now. oh yeah and 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 it's like it felt awkward it's like oh are we forced to forget that and then all of a sudden she's back and then it happened and then all of a sudden the bell has come in and just take them out it's like oh that's that would have been a nice moment to see, see our friend. And it, it felt, it did feel like the moment was taken away. It's not just me, right? So you had Sarah Logan come out. You had Liv do the face. And it's, oh, my God, this is amazing. They lock eyes. They notice each other. Just, just let them hug. It's not hard. Just, just let them hug. That's, they're like, we're simple people. We just like to see people, you know, happy to see, you know, you know it's a hug. We want, or at least like a moment where they can reflect or team up for a little bit. Just something like that. To prove. We didn't get any of that. And it's just like, oh, and then the bell, yeah, the bell has got like eliminated both as well. It's just like even worse. Yeah. Well, th- this is the thing. So I want to, I kind of want to put it on record. I have no problem with Ronda Rousey winning the Rumble. Oh, no I mean, problem with that choice. But it's how you get there. Why is the final, what was the final four? Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair. Give me a sec. I've got a uh, final four. Charlotte, uh, uh, no, they got eliminated. That's not offense, Bellas, but thank God. Um, the final four, Shannon Baszler, Wanda Rousey, Bianca Belair, and Charlotte. Final four. So that final four, in theory, sounds fine on paper. Hmm. But Bianca was dumped out like she was a second thought. And it was just like, oh, okay, she, she, she's gone then. Yeah, but, the person that won the Wamba last year would have thought that wouldn't have been a bigger deal. But it wasn't, yeah. apparently. Shayna, see you later. You're, you're not part of this, Shayna, see you later. And in a crappy way as well. Like yeah. literally, was it was it was it Charlotte boot to the face or like literally something like that? And why why is there's a, there's a way to do a champion in a rumble and it's Brock Lesnar 2020 that was masterfully done. I mean, it's let's do. I got to be honest, last that's probably one of my favorites. Like because the way it was booked is pretty mate. Like it was literally spawn. So like literally the pacing was great. It was a great rumble, and we it got it had everything we wanted. But the point is, yeah, I think like Charlotte in there but then it we love we do like we understand Charlotte's great win, but when they do keep putting her in these spots it does annoy people obviously yeah. she obviously she didn't win obviously but the idea that if she did win she was in the final two but she wasn't a believable winner that's my problem so if you had Ronda and you had I don't know say Bianca as the last two and they have a proper battle the final two which is always a better way to end a rumble by the way yeah. rather than just a quick elimination but both uh, both competitors have a four or five minute battle between themselves, a couple of near near eliminations, blah, blah, blah. See Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. You get my point, right? Yeah. Say you did that, the match will be so much better for it because you've got two people who, believably, in your own head, could win the Rumble. Yeah, it's bas- basically, it's like last year's. Last year's was great. The final yeah. two with Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley, that was great because it, like, it was like it was a win-win because if one... Well, because if one, we're Ripley one, we're happy. Bianca Belair wins, we're happy. You've got it in your notes there. Who eliminated Rhea Ripley? Uh, give me a second. Uh, good. If I if I remember who eliminated Rhea Ripley, uh, who was it? Um, give me a sec. Obviously, my notes there. Uh, Ripley phone. Um, so I just uh, I love the way it's like I try to call that. Who won Rhea Ripley? Don't know. I'm not quite sure. No, I don't. I'm trying to look myself. I, I don't. I don't think it was anyone. Like it was like a. It wasn't treated as a big elimination. No. And and I mean, I'll be honest. That's my problem. I mean, um, I mean, I, I mean especially the situation of yeah, as I said before with the whole oh Charlotte 
Charlotte. Yeah. Great. Cool. Because so, that, bit... that helps Rhea Ripley, doesn't it? Yeah, I love the way that she, just to point out here, I forgot to say, she eliminated Lita and Ripley as well. This by the way, I've got to point this out. Don't put Lita in the match if you're not going to put Trish in the match. What's the point? Yeah, that was strange. I mean, there was stuff on Instagram, I think, pictures, I think, uh, Bailey did it as well, where it's like, they just basically put, this picture and put in a fear of watching the show. And like, yeah, it's like, they put Lita, but yeah, but no, I was waiting for Trish Stratus, because yeah. that's what they normally do. They normally do, but you have Lita, you have Trish Stratus, because they're kind of a, they have to be together you know what i mean it's like they're yeah. both the same if like you can't have one without the other but it felt like stuff. it felt like they were struggling for numbers obviously because they fired everyone in the past year so rather than go well let's look at what we've got and put the best people together you know what i mean let's okay fosca's ready to go let's bring her back bailey's ready let's go leader and trish let's let have them have a moment raquel gonzalez from nxt anyone that would I mean, be Good, NXT, in, NXT in general, to be fair, I mean, for God's sake, why didn't they use Mandy Rose like the NXT champion? I champion. had that exact same thought I when would, Sonya would, Deville was doing the thing with Naomi, and I thought, bring out Mandy Rose now. I know it's like I, I, I think that's also the problem with these rumbles this year. It's like for years, it's a situation that they didn't have to bring anyone too shocking from Legends because Legend wrestlers, because they had NXT, that, that when NXT stars win the rumble, felt big. I, I always felt it felt big. Yeah, but like, I don't think there was a legend that come back that hasn't been in a rumble or been on the evolution card, right? No, Maybe Melina. Yeah, but I mean, we got, we're talking about talking about limit, uh, underwhelming eliminations. Fucking Sasha Banks get eliminated early on was a bit was a bit of one as well. By like, 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 fucking <sighs> Lena Vega. It just I even yeah. put in my notes here that was a bad that that's not the that's the bad call. Like, I I don't I, I'll be honest. The whole thing with Sasha's weird. Why bring her back on SmackDown to announce she's going to be in it and then give her, what, 10 minutes at the start? I mean, okay, I, I, I can only guess it's because she might be not 100%. Or okay, but I'm, she's not 100% making number 30. It's not that hard. I know. Well, pa- well apparently in WWE, it's very, very hard. But, um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, when um, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's because I kind of expected it. I wasn't really, like, with Ronda Rousey turning up. Like, yeah, it's a big thing, but... Like it was, I don't know. I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't have the same emotions as maybe as the crowd did. I mean, her. What I said, her winning it. Yeah, hundred percent. It's not a problem with that because it sets up maybe Charlotte probably going to be her opponent. There's been rumours that that's the one. No. WrestleMania. No. Well, we we know. No. I, I know. I want Becky no. personally. Yeah. Well, so all right. Let's let's talk about it. Then. You you brought it up. Um, Charlotte and Ronda had a great match at Survivor Series 2018 for the record. They're good opponents for each other. You do that match at WrestleMania, we're looking at the women's version of Brock and Goldberg. Because nobody wants to cheer Ronda Rousey. They want to boo her, so make her the heel. And nobody wants to cheer Charlotte. So it's... Yeah. I keep forgetting that, but then it's like, you think, what made Ronda... Like, what was the feud that defined Ronda's run? And Becky. then match they have it's a like, It makes no sense. I, I, I don't think we're going to see Ronda versus Charlotte personally. I know there's rumours and I get it. I don't see it. I Because Ronda didn't act like a babyface, for the record. Ronda was very, I'm getting business done. Like the, the post-match celebration, she pointed at the sign, but she wasn't smiling or celebrating like she was during a face run originally. Do you know what yeah, I mean? There's lot, lots of hand, sorry, hand clapping and stuff like that during the first one. This one was mean Ronda getting down to business so make her the heel turn Becky face and do the match everyone wants to see and main event Wrestlemania night one with it job done I mean 
I know it's like that's what. And also, with all obviously with there was um I don't know if she actually meant those comments on Twitter. She's basically a better heel a heel anyway, like because she's, she's got that kind heel. of. And I think I think if they're gonna do well, obviously we'll find out on Monday. Maybe maybe the, maybe the first thing she does when she turns up is turn like like everyone's just kind of turn heel. Maybe we don't know. But again, the problem is as I said before, I haven't got a problem with her winning it. I just it, it, if you're gonna bring her back, there's only one match to do, and it gotta be done. And they're basically if uh, if there's many matches that they don't, not a lot of matches WWE that really appeal to me as much anymore than they used to be. That is a match that does. I would happily watch that match because it's it's actually it's a it's a thing we should have got years ago. And the idea of her was it Becky being the face and Wonder Rousey being heel. I'm on game and especially a, a Twitter game alone would be worth a mission. I mean, yeah, and I mean, look, if we. Uh, I mean, it kind of segues in actually nicely. Let's talk about Becky for a sec. Now that Ronda's won the Rumble, she clearly has to turn face. And that's not... WWE has to accept that they were wrong to turn a heel. I think a heel turn's been pretty good, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, she's done good. I mean, um, what's the what's one match? I mean, the Liz Morgan stuff... She's... Yeah, the living was quite was nice. Good. She's had some good stories with Bianca. The triple threat in Saudi Arabia was pretty good with Sasha. And I think, I mean, fine, now turn her back face. It's not, it wouldn't be that difficult to do because people want to cheer her. Sure, anyway. I mean, to be fair, you could just, uh, like, yeah. i got to be honest, we're, we're waiting for it. To them. It was like, for us, like, heel one, you know, it's a decent heel one, but we're kind of like, we're at that point now, of like, yeah, we, we get it, you know why he did it, but can we just bring her back to what we know, right? What we and, know about. And, and obviously, Becky we love. obviously we, we, we've glossed over the fact that Becky beat Dewdrop for the to retain the title, obviously. So that sets up clearly for me. This is what I do. I look for anyone that knows us and what we do stream wise, obviously twitch.tv slash Caldicks, and you, you know, you know, um, we are we are doing fantasy booking stuff. This is what I do. It's simple, right? Becky and Rhonda and Charlotte and a debut in Raquel Gonzalez. It's not that difficult. Those are I'm, two matches I want to see at WrestleMania. Well, apparently it is for WWE, but yeah, I mean, it's said like said Charlotte Wonder Rousey. No, but yeah, like Gonzalez versus like literally like I would be up for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, dude, obviously we talk about this. You have even do drop in in the sense that she performed in this match. I mean, she's done in the build up. She's quite decent. Um, yeah, build but, up to a point. But, so, so, so as much as heel versus heel worked with uh, Roman and Seth, this didn't this was just the action was fine the finish was good the the, the super rock bottom impressive not calling it man had a slam then definitely what bottom eh? it's a super rock bottom yeah, or yeah. super it was a, a, a urinangi if we're being really really yeah anyway yeah. um that was cool but the match was just meh well apparently from what i've from people um i've heard is um apparently the the you know um obviously the sign, I think the WrestleMania sign, like <laughs> uh, apparently was on fire. Um, so um, apparently, so um, a lot of the fans were kind of focusing on that. So maybe there might be a reason why no one was into this match as much. But again, the timing of it, you've just come off what? You've just come off a nearly an hour worth of um, Royal Rumble, right? And then you put the, any match after that would be a problem. So. But I mean, it was just a standard. It's just standard. That's, but, yeah, but that's the problem with the modern rumbles. You don't have much of a chance with that. I've got no issue with the, the card placement necessarily, but 
I would say I can I can hear Vince already backstage going, see, Rhonda, that's that's the heat, goddammit. The the goddamn heat. See? I know, I know. I mean, but yeah, I mean again, I think this is again this this is one of these matches you're gonna you're gonna have where okay, we'll do drop, see what she can do. Becky's Becky, you know. I did like the kind of story with kind of Becky kept trying couldn't stop do drop it early on, so she kept going on the outside, trying to rethink her strategy type stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you is it me in general, like notes wise, there wasn't really enough noteworthy other than stuff you expect from a match like this. I mean, the finish was great, I like the finish, but as you said, but yeah, it was kind of by the numbers match that you would expect anyway, because obviously you can't, I mean, you could have who could Becky really go against at this point unless you do the big matches now. So and that's the thing that uh, look, I understand that they wanted just an opponent for Becky to get through. And that's fine. I think there were better face opponents she could have necessarily gone against that could have got the rub from going against her. Like, yeah. but yeah, really? fine. If you got to do it, you got to do. It. Without saying without saying horrible, and this is not me petitioning for a Dana Brooke match on pay per view. I actually think she would have been a better opponent than Dewdrop, just because someone she can beat comfortably, someone's had a bit of a push recently, and she's a face that weirdly is getting cheers, and I, I don't get it. Uh, so St. Louis I mean, crowds are weird, but... And I, I want you all to be fair, we've got the whole thing, I forgot to bring up the Rumble thing with... Uh, oh, what's his name again? I always forget his name, boy, because um, he was so involved in the, the Sasha Banks stuff. Uh, Reginald, that's it. Like, didn't he catch her? So it's like, yeah. I love the way that's his thing. He's just very good at catch, <laughs> catching, catching women. Flipping. He can do flips. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, but yeah, but I think, well, I think I like, I, I get it. But like, maybe this would do like a ch- chance they put this in the match. Say, okay, do drop. Okay, if you can go put a, de- you know, okay, decent match with Becky. It's probably one of the best in the division. If you can put a good match there, maybe we can see. Maybe it was just, it was a test run, maybe. I'm going to be maybe maybe I mean I'm just saying if they hadn't sacked her uh, uh, Tegan Knox would have been perfect in this one personally I mean to be fair um, I would have said um, Tony Storm but that wasn't that wasn't a firing that was a uh, a walkout I I don't actually know why Uh, (laughs) but there were rumours that anyway but it's not the point but yeah there was this is the problem in the women's division. I think the Wumble showed it at times like they've got they've, they've fired a lot of people a lot of people left so and um, without NXT, I don't think the women there are ready yet. There's a short supply of people that they can go against that they haven't pushed properly, if you think. NXT have got a few that could come up. Raquel, Dakota, EO. It's got nothing left to do down there. I mean, fair, it's basically just taking all the ones that they've been out for years in the old NXT. That, yeah. I mean, Gonzalez is perfect because I think uh, she's got the kind of... Um, well, she's got the look, she's got the speed, and she's got the power that you could... You, you you would have to do something really terrible that again is possible WWE to really screw up like let's say you could just make her as like a powerhouse in the women's division and she do well so, uh, so so when you say you have to do something really terrible to screw it you mean i.e. Rhea Ripley right yeah 100% yeah actually <laughs> yeah. just saying um, yeah. should, we, should we talk about the, the shortest match on the card yes. coming in at a grand total of 10 minutes and 8 seconds well, to be fair, was surprised. I was not surprised this was the shortest match, probably for the fact that against Brock, it's very rare he does ridiculously long matches, unless it's a triple threat, a fatal four-way, or because um, let's be honest, with Brock matches, you get what you get. It's basically German suplex, F5 stuff, 
um basically counters maybe it's just basically it's basically a spot fest type matches and you get that with brock and that's what it is but yeah i mean obviously we're talking about the championship brock versus bobby lashley a dream match for some because we still believe that um i think it was when brock came back first time was it of i'm sure it, i think they went all like or someone they went for goldberg when it should have been should have been bobby lashley i can't remember who it was was it with uh, drew i can't remember I'm not sure, but this was this was the match I was I was most looking forward to on the night. Weirdly, as much as Roman and Seth, I knew I knew Roman and Seth would be good because it's Roman and Seth. But this was the match I'm like, if they treat Bobby like they've been treating him for the past two years, this could be something really good entertainment. wise and it was. I loved how much they gave Bobby Lashley here. They 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 look look. Uh, it's the same. It's similar to. A uh, match a few years ago with Brock, where the build to it was great and there was two big, big behemoths, and it was Joe and and Lesnar at I want to say Great Balls of Fire, something like that, right? Yeah. And I was like, yes, this is going to be this is going to be great. Fifteen minutes of them just hitting each other, right? And then Brock beat him in four minutes or whatever it was. This was the exact opposite of that disappointment. This was Lesnar being shown to be just as tough as uh, sorry Lashley being shown to be just as tough as Brock Lesnar yeah I mean I mean there's a lot obviously just still going in there's a lot of being stuff like him being a Brock Lesnar wannabe the old was it Bobby who type stuff but um yeah I mean perfect example of that is literally the idea that every time he done a German suplex early on Bobby Lashley just got straight back up done one it, of his own yeah that I liked as well it's simple old school wrestling storytelling it was it was really well done there was this spot where lashley speared lesnar through the um barricade which for the record i knew was coming because as soon as they didn't do it in seth and roman which would have made sense considering roman was spearing people through barricades all the time as the shield that would have gone nicely then but hey um as soon as they didn't do it there it's like they haven't done it because they're doing it else elsewhere so you knew it was coming but um the finish again i've got no issue with i thought it was really well done to be honest i mean i mean i gotta be honest um that bit where it's basically all, you expect with the bit when you know roman speared brock and all of a sudden looking at paul Heyman, you expected him to kind of like you know like i'm gonna get like turn you know look at him and then hit another maybe i mean maybe i'm a maybe i'm a sucker for that kind of i love teal stuff like that but i love the way he just hands him the title and then kind of the, they walk off together like after and it's just Paul Heyman's doing the thing like he's praying like saying please forgive me please forgive me type mm. thing but yeah I love that because it's like it makes that match even more interesting now saying now he's, he's like he fully we thought he fully turned on Roman but actually maybe maybe it was a plant if you have a business you need a website what's the best way to get your website up and running choose a web hosting company that makes it simple like pair networks Pair has over 20 years experience managing entire digital ecosystems for thousands of online businesses all around the world. Pair makes it easy for you with your do-it-yourself website building tools and features including simple drag and drop page design. And they have guaranteed US-based support technicians ready to help you whenever you need it. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Right now when you sign up to Pair Networks, you receive one free month of web hosting. See for yourself how easy it is to build websites for free. Visit pair.com slash free to get your first month for website hosting for free by using the code QUICKSTART. That's pair.com. 
com slash free promo code quick start to get started today maybe that was yeah. all part of the plan you've got to give them a lot of credit because if you'd have told me at wrestlemania 34 that i will want to see brock lesnar versus roman reigns at wrestlemania again i would have laughed in your face but they've made me want to see it so i mean again by yet again thanks to the brilliance of let's be honest paul Heyman, um proper paul Heyman guy here so maybe a Love his way he books, uh, the way he books stuff, and just as a general performer. But yeah, I just love that bit. It was like he speared him, so he could have done another. He could have done the spear. Could have done again. Could have done Brock Lesnar, Eddie Guerrero, no way out. Hit one spear, then bug it off, and then just like Bobby wins the title. But I like the idea that like literally Paul Heyman gave him the title. You know, gave it to him. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I like that. But um, it was only one way to go because obviously Brock's not losing clean. No, it's just and he shouldn't. Thing. He shouldn't. I'm not debating that. But at the same time, I just want to mention, I like the fact that Lesnar didn't didn't break the hurt lock. He did a clever counter with a bump into the referee, which got out of it, but he didn't break the hurt lock. Yeah, it's like nobody's like, broken the hurt lock, right? So I, I, don't, I don't think so. I'm not, it's, I'm, it's very rare if they have. My yeah, point. I think I'm it's sure nice I've seen Drew do against it. Le- Maybe, but it's nice that even against Lesnar, they protected the move and protected Lesnar. Well, we said I've been love, as you said, Bobby Lashley's booking ever since we've formed him, aligned himself MVP, the hurt business, all that stuff has been absolutely brilliant. It's like it was, I said before, like first time in a very long time that I've actually thought I've actually can praise WWE for good, basically build someone up and done good booking in that sense. Because they actually figured out what what is Bobby Lashley's strength. The guy looks like a beast and he can destroy people. Why not give somebody else the mic work and let him do his thing? And it's worked perfectly. Yeah, yeah I, it's, I, it, it's been so good. And I, like I say, I like that it would have been so easy for them to just have Lesnar be the dominant force. Yes, rain screws him, but have it be Lesnar had the job done. Like that. No problem. But no, Lesnar was pushed and I, 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 it needed to be. I think yeah, it's kind of respect to Bobby Lashley that he actually yeah maybe some of the taunting um, going into the match was like Bobby who who are you but in the match they proved that they were equal forces and it and it's like it it took an external force in Roman Reigns for for it to end but Bobby it's not like but when but it's not like Bobby was getting his ass handed to and then Roman came in it was just it was it was a competitive match that I think was I was what well, kind of why they were just going to bury him but. They made it a competitive match, and that's it was great. Like I said, ten minutes of just it was good. They've set themselves up for a big rematch as well. Like they've protected it quite well. So you could do Lesney Lesnar, Lesnar Lashley too. You could do uh, too many L's, right? Um, but you could do Brock and Bobby again down the line because you didn't have a clean finish here. And this, because of the length of it as well, just kind of felt like a a preview of a longer match they could have yeah i mean i it's got potential for that i mean um, top of my head just came about i can see this if they wanted to build this this could be a summer slam match it could potent, potentially whether they will or not i don't know saying that they could do roman and seth again quite comfortably whether oh, yeah. they do i don't know I mean, but it's nice that they are not just running through their stories and killing them which is yeah. something they've done in the past if we're yeah honest. i mean uh, the question is now obviously with obviously with obviously it's obvious Brock's Roman that's locked right you would think that's locked so like who's Bobby like obviously I, as, I, as we found out in day one obviously 
uh, with that, um, well, it's possibly fair four way, but fair five way in the situation of they've got a good WWE title scene going on and more. I found it. Well, they got was it you got they, KO? You got Seth? Well, he did at the time when we day one, but it's like who would he go against? Like when I mean, you got KO, but he's heel. Seth still heel. Like less unless as we probably have to bring up, unless Bobby's going face. Because the way he was acting, the mannerisms, was very it wasn't like, you know, serious you know, like, you know, serious kind of walking down. It was very kind of jovial, like in, in when he won it and stuff. So I are they gonna is he are you turning him face again? I'm not against, by the way. No, maybe, maybe like I, I would say if this is the problem where they sacrifice their raw main event division for the Brock Roman storyline by putting the title on Brock. They literally had a plan here and went, actually, we need to do something with Brock, so bye. Yeah, I mean, Be- because, we- like, sorry, the, what they could do, well, they could have done at WrestleMania, because the, there is talent, I'm not debating it. Hell, I'd have loved to have seen Bobby versus Seth versus Kevin Owens versus um, who was the other guy in the match? Big E. Yeah. That would have been a great yeah. WrestleMania title match. But well, no, they, they've done the match now. It's done. I don't see yeah. it. Yeah. And especially, especially when you hear the rumors that Seth was te- apparently scheduled, when you planned to win the title at day one. It's like, so what are they going to. So, yes, yeah, so it's like. Once again, seems to be what they always do is like they put Brock in there or like sac- say sacrifice the storyline they were having just put so Brock can have something to do while it, or just do something else. It just felt, yeah, I know what you mean. It does leave them in a quite interesting situation. To be fair, as much as we rip on them, and I, I don't think it's good booking that's got them here, but it's left them in a situation where they're going to have to do something different now. They're either going to have to build someone up, aka. Riddle, Damien Priest, someone like that to go against Lashley, or they're turning Lashley or Rollins' face. I mean, personally, it's one of those things I'd rather see Bobby Lashley because, again, it's like it'd be interesting to see because, again, you don't have to change anything with him. No. Because it's like that's, that's the beauty of it. With Seth, you might have to change some mannerisms a bit. Bobby's an easier pick, I would say, because all you have to do is basically it's the same kind of a book. Like when he turns face, like you don't have to change much. So all you have to do is basically instead of going after the the faces, he goes after the heels. Yeah, because it could be fine. So I'm I'm not get, I, but I'm just curious because I mean it'd be good to see because obviously the I like the idea of seeing maybe like where Bobby Lash versus KO would be interesting maybe, especially with, or maybe fact, like. But at the same time, without saying horrible, we've seen it. Bobby Lashley is a face against heel KO. We've seen it. I know it's yeah. a different Bobby Lashley, really. But, so this is it. The old school booker in me is thinking what I would do, and this is why I was thinking during the Rumble match, and we'll get to it in the Rumble match, this is why I was so disappointed by it. I would, the fact that they've got Damien Priest doing this Jekyll and Hyde thing where when he turns Hyde, he's a bit of a monster himself. Yeah. Kind of lends itself to go against the big monster Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania for the big title. He, Bobby Lashley... I don't know. You could set it up quite easily where Priest gets in his face, wants the title. So Lashley adds to frustration, ends up costing Priest the US title. So Priest comes after the WWE title. It's, it'd be really a simple story to tell. And then you put over a new star at WrestleMania. But 
and then that pushes out Seth, Kevin. Yeah. I'd have said Big E, but now he's obviously back in the tag team division on SmackDown. So. And and also it would feel kind of oh, oh, it would take a little bit of creative booking to try and get him from to feel credible in a sense because obviously like for a while he's been a US champion, but is he barely defended that title? That that is hard. Another, another another Nakamura situation. Where mm. I think he's like I can't remember last time Nakamura defended that Intercontinental Championship. That you've got you've yeah. literally got. I mean, the perfect... Sami Zayn's been number one contender for about a month, right? So well, that they nicely brought up. I was like, because obviously I don't watch weekly, so I was like, oh, okay. I mean, to be fair, they could just give him the title. Like he wins it, and because you know. Then yeah, maybe. Um, should we talk about the mixed tag? I mean. Um. Yeah. Sorry about that. Just again, came out so can hear. If we're um, talking about matches that were just, just there. I mean, this is exactly. It's just, again, this is no match. It was fine. It was what you were expecting, yeah. because again, you're expecting a kind of. How can I put this nicely? You're not expecting the Miz to be like he's like to put on like a five star amazing match because that's not him. He's he's, he's more character than in win work. If that's harsh, I don't know if that's fair. No, fair. but I mean to but this match it was just it's kind of new edge of Beth are going to win because they've they've set it up quite nicely. Um, the idea that. I think was it the Miz has already got. You don't basically Miz is very good at being that guy. You just want someone to beat the crap out of him, and you don't bring Beth technically out of retirement to then to lose. No, yeah, it was it was it was weirdly the most predictable match on the card in a way. Yeah, but, um, but um, yeah, I mean, again with this, but yeah, it was fine. I think it was just that it was probably, you could sit there and say up there with the Becky stuff as well. Just it was by the numbers, kind of it was it was entertaining enough. You know, it was fine. I mean, again, I like again I like the story of Maurice kind of that wants nothing to do with Beth Phoenix. That to be fair, with those crazy eyes and that hair, I wouldn't want to mess with Beth Phoenix either. Well, I mean, would you? I mean, no. It's it, it's interesting though, isn't it? Like this and the Rumble match, it kind of feels like we're reverting to to normality with oh. the WWE Women's Division. Is it just me? Because it feels like for the longest time when they were bringing the horsewomen up, it was, right, the Divas and the Divas title was, well, they were doing their best, but it, it's a black mark on the on the women's division. Yeah. The Royal Rumble felt like a celebration of that Divas division. I mean, especially when you've got, I mean, if you obviously bring up, just go back quickly, it's like, some, was it Summer Rae? Like, there's a joke on the way, and it's like, Summer Rae is classified as a legend now. That's um, kind of hilarious because no offense. Well, this might be offensive, but she didn't really do much in, in the women's division, really. But like, yeah, but but that's because again they've changed direction how they're booking the women, right? Because obviously NXT is kind of like she got those. Uh, there's kind of a downside to why put, not using two 1.0 versions of the women division because it was one of the best the best women division. It was amazing. It all kinds of great, but yeah, I could agree. It's kind of gone. I hope not because obviously. And that kind of uh, was a, you know, focus more on resting ability and less about it's more, you know, it's what should be. But yeah, but I mean, I should say for the record, Beth was well ahead of her time. Beth would have fit in. Beth Phoenix in 2010, take her from 2010 and put her in 20, I don't know, 2017, 2018. Yeah, she'd be main eventing. She'd be, she'd be brilliant. Don't I mean, me wrong. Spe- I'm, yeah, it's nothing against Beth, but. Because she came at the wrong time when women, women, let's be honest, women division wasn't, say, taken as serious. 
But um, but yeah, being in this match it was great. I mean, if, again, I would have if you watched. I guess if you've watched the Edge documentary when he's coming back, you kind of have a way more, a lot more respect for Beth Phoenix because it's obviously a lot of because of um, her like as well helped him train and get into the shape he is to get when he came back. But I, I also I've watched her uh, Icon documentary as well, so a lot of respect for Beth. Would you say? How where where does this compare to previous high profile mixed tag matches? So you've got the the Nikki Bella one, uh, Brie and Daniel Bryan against Miz and Maurice as well. All three of them. What other major mixed tags can we think of? You got I I guess in the other you're talking about the Cena one, right? You brought that up. Yeah, Cena Cena and Nikki against. Miz and Maurice. So Miz and Maurice have done like three now. See, the, the trilogy of Miz and Maurice mixed tags. This is. Where does this? Can, can you rank them? What's it come? Rank. Okay, okay. So we've got three. So what's that's for? I have to have to remember them to be fair. So it's like you've got John Cena, Nick. Was it Nikki Bella versus them? That's one. Yeah. So and that one put, is probably the worst of the wrestling, but it's also at WrestleMania. Yeah, and that was mildly entertaining to a point. I mean. I don't know, maybe, it's, but to be fair, it's the same kind of spot anyway. Like, literally, if you actually, I could actually probably, if you actually watch this match and that match, you could probably beat by beat, probably got the same amount. They've got a formula that works, but. I, don't I mean, I, I'd probably put this one top of the list. Nikki and John Cena second, and Brian and Bree third, just because Bree mode, because Bree mode, oh, it hurts my ears and I hate it. I hate it. Not not loving yeah. that. Um, so you weren't popping for that when it came out the women's world one, but my my ears were popping out of the room. That's what. <laughs> she was like, so you were like, okay, like, oh, oh, who's next? Oh wait, she's coming to win. Boom. Okay, I'm just gonna go and put a tea on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> a couple of seconds. But um, yeah, I mean, again, it was fine. I think again, it's um, got. I mean, Mrs. Miz Edge. It's like it wasn't gonna be the spectacular match, but it did have some cool spots. Cool spots, um, in it. I mean, I like I like I always like the idea when the was it. When you've got these mitts tags, you have like you know like like the mitt was in the Miz and the Beth face off. Like I like those kind of stuff just because it shows like yeah, the Miz is being the cocky typical kind of guy that's like oh right you want to face me and then she just beats the crap out of him. That's just it just Miz is that guy you just like seeing anyone beat the crap and to be fair. Um, I mean no, pal- Miz is so good at getting that cowardly heat as well. Like like I I'm watching a lot of uh, early nineties stuff at the minute. You t- you take the Miz and put him in the sort of Hogan era, right? He would be so good, so good. He's he like when his time comes to retire, he is going to be so good as a manager. I mean, hundred percent. I mean, he's got he's got yeah, he's got. To be fair, I could see him as having like um, it might be a well, we kind of had it, but like I could see him being you know where um, Paul Heyman's kind of um group right not to that level but i can see him being this person who turns into like this kind of entrepreneur businessman and it kind of hires and turns it into like a, a business type thing because he's got everything and obviously with the whole a-list thing it's yeah he's got he's got a his gimmick and the way his kind of character is very can be a thing that could go from being a wrestler to a manager very easily but yeah. but i mean yeah the, but the funny thing is that like, i sometimes forget that when i say oh i hate the Miz, like am i hating that because of like my poster hate him was well, like i think we get confused these days where we don't we, we like oh we're like perfect sound about aw mgf like oh i hate mgf it's like yes that's the point <laughs> you're supposed to hate him we all get best, confused now the best way to say though. is i hate the miz but i i love mike mizan yeah 
That's he loves probably work. the better way to say it. Yeah. Um, we, we put it off, but we can't put it off anymore. The Royal Rumble. Yeah, I mean... Can I just say, when they did AJ and Shinsuke Nakamura as one and two, that's meant to make me as a wrestling fan go, oh, yeah, brilliant. It made me as a wrestling fan go, oh, no, what are they doing? Because why are they giving us that? I don't know whether this is just being a WWE fan for so long, but I automatically went into, why are they giving us that good thing there? What are they doing? What are they doing so bad that they've had to give us that? Now, because... I don't know what it is recently. I don't know if it's because of all the stuff that we do backstage and all that. There's this thing in WWE at the moment. It just doesn't feel the same. But like normally, a couple of years ago, if AJ started number one and Nakamura was number two, that would have been absolutely like, oh, crap, right? But recently, it's just it's kind of that feeling with, oh, maybe AJ can win it. Maybe Nakamura can win it. But now it's just like the first two and like, yeah, they're, it's cool, but... It's crowd popper. That's what yeah. it was. So I've got a list of entrants and then eliminations here, and there's a reason for this. I just want to read out some of the eliminations, and then we'll talk about them. AJ Styles went in at number one and was late. He had a good run and was eliminated by Madcap Moss, right? Okay. Damian Priest came in at seven and was eliminated by Omos, but not in the way of like, oh, yeah, because Omos is the big giant. It was a – he threw him out like he was Dolph Ziggler. Um Okay. Uh, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. There's more. There's more. It's definitely more. Um, it's, it's, yeah. It's, 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 it feels like it, it seems like it, like a, a long complaint list. Like <laughs> when you do when you go when you said, oh, do you want to know why this is bad? Okay, that's bad. This is bad. That's bad. But you've got uh, a po- you've got a point. Riddle eliminated by Lesnar. Yes, it's Lesnar, but it's also Riddle was thrown out again, like he's Dolph Ziggler. Um, Kevin Owens eliminated by Shane McMahon. Just, I mean, the, I, I know some people can sit and say, well, storyline-wise, there is a thing there, but... No, no, no. I just, I no. think, that, okay, so, okay let's, let's backtrack, right? Let's go back. So, the first one you said with the AJ one, right? Right. It's it, For me, that feels like AJ getting eliminated away from Moss is similar to when Sasha got, got eliminated by Zena Vegas. Like, you thought, this should be like a moment where you go, oh, my God, wait, well, that's a huge elimination. And then and you it realised it was Madcap Moss. Yeah, it's like... What, so we're going to have a... I mean, the only thing that could lead to, I guess, if I'm going to go storyline-wise... They're on different have, brands. It's even worse. Because <laughs> I was so, about to say they so, can tag, look, they look, can tag let, together, right? Let's theorise here. Why couldn't they have done... AJ Styles had a good run, right? Damien Priest has a good run. Damien Priest ends up doing his Jekyll and Hyde thing and eliminates AJ Styles. Styles is frustrated by it. And he kicks off a feud between the two for the US title. Why wouldn't that? What? Or, just do something better than Mark Moss. Or, or, or let him be in the final six or five, and then like yeah, he gets taken out by Brock. But at least it'd be like you'd be like, well, how did you get eliminated? Well, I got eliminated by Brock Lesnar, so it's not a, a slight here. But yeah, Moss, like what? We're gonna. It's like because obviously, as you said, they're not on the same brand, right? No. So like, what does it start? What's the point? I, I mean, this is the problem with this rumble. It's not. It's not the decisions they made, it's the how they got to those decisions. I've got no problem again with Brock Lesnar winning the Rumble. Made sense with the storyline. The crowd liked it. No problem with that. I've got no problem necessarily with Shane McMahon being a surprise entrance. Cool. Okay. 
But does he need to be a surprise entrance that throws out Kevin Owens and he's basically what looked like the number three guy in the match? Really? I mean, to be fair, especially with Kevin Owens, it hurts a bit more just because the guy has basically committed himself to this company and then he, for like for a while when he, a lot of people shouldn't, and then all of a sudden he has he gets thrown by Shamer Man. I mean, come on, that's. But again, it's it's the situation you said. It's like it's like the old guards eliminating the new guard, and it just it doesn't feel right. I mean. I mean, you know, it's you know, it's desperate for people in the Rumble when you've got Johnny Knoxville, Knoxville, but I can't even say his name. Apparently. That was fine, though. Weirdly, that was that was fine. I mean, already, I mean but, and, I and for the record, he threw a forearm to AJ Styles that is better than any Shane McMahon punch I've seen in Shane McMahon's career. I mean, yeah. I mean, to be fair, Shane's kind of like punches look so weak. I've, it's. I know it's wrestling, but come on. It's it's I mean, what what other things? I mean. Yeah, that, but I mean, you had, it, as a, I think it's just one of these rumbles and nothing really went right. There was nothing there to really grab onto. Even it's, like, it's not even, so go on. It's, it's, it's not even that it, it doesn't, it went right. And, and we'll get to what you're about to say because I know where you're going with that. But okay. it's, nothing made sense. Why bring in Dominic Mysterio to eliminate him before Ray comes out? Because again, they started up a story with the idea that basically, like, it was his father that tried to limit, like, yeah. put him on top up, say, well, every man for himself. Yeah, there's that. And obviously... Um, what, what, what happened to Riddle and Randy Orton having issues? Why not have Riddle throw out Randy Orton here by surprise and Orton getting a bit pissed off about it? Yeah, I mean... Let's I make that, Riddle a star, right? Or should we just throw him out like he's Dolph Ziggler? I mean, to be fair, it's, it's, it's example, that's why the women's match is better because it, it does no stories. And that's what makes... Mainly, this, I said, it feels like they've, again, rushed it. Or just went, okay, we just got to go by the numbers with this one. Let's not do anything too crazy. This, I mean, this wasn't even by the numbers. This was, okay, we'll do some stuff. But then Brock comes in and throws everyone out. This was this was the Royal Rumble equivalent of Shayna Baszler winning the Elimination Chamber, if we're really honest. Kofi's spot was, I enjoyed that. Kofi's spot was tough. It was, it was coming, though, if we're honest. How many times has he done something... And somehow it's worked every time. There was gonna be an occasion where they just got it wrong. What to be fair? Got it wrong. What to be fair without the cold flight? With the thing apparently from from what I've heard, weird, it's like it kind of it, it could sit there and say kind of messed up the momentum. So I think there was got to be a situation where it's supposed to be because didn't like Big E come straight after or the, the just after. So I guess in the whole spot was supposed to be he's next, helps him back in, and then they'll do it. Um, and, but they had to change. Maybe they had to change it up mid mid match. Because obviously Probably, yeah, I, I expect so. I mean, you brought him up, so let's talk about it. Big E, poor Big E. And the guy, the guy at the beginning of the year was literally. Did, did you see what um, Brody Lee's wife tweeted? No, I remember. Big E deserves better. He does, and I she's mean, not at all. Twenty twenty two has been horrific for Big E. For the first month, anyway. Like, obviously, I mean. They basically they've done what they always do with people with the money in the bank situation they do it for the shock they do it for the moment but have no plans to push them in any way and then they never feel like they are champion and then when they lose the title they go straight back to they're like oh you've had a shot go back to your position it the, feels like biggie failed a test it feels like they put the title on him and they gave him a run and they what for whatever reason didn't like it and then pushed him back down the card again. Because he had, to me, he had a decent little run. He had a good match with Drew. The stuff with Bobby Lashley was good. The feud with Seth Rollins was coming along nicely. And then they went, oh, Brock Lesnar. 
they've just got no patience. I mean, and what annoys a lot of people is the same what annoyed people Kofi is that there's no like there's no what's the word like there's no change like there's a st- if you go, if you're gonna take the towel off him fine but if it goes into a situation it it they use it as a story beat to maybe change his character change it up do a cool story of him like you know maybe not so positive anymore maybe him going like changing up something then it'll be like okay I can deal with it but it's just another thing which is you had your shot same call for you had your shot it's quite nice well okay didn't work out there you go back to in the position you're supposed to be or but what they think you should be and it's like yeah it's just like Big E was for some people like a, a good cup on the list of people that could win the rumble and it was like it, it was hope more than anything as soon as i saw that biggie had been moved back to smackdown for some unknown reason but they've announced he's been moved back to smackdown he's done he isn't he's not getting another title shot and no, not, he's not getting a serious title shot again in his no. career He's just going to be one of those nice notes they can say on commentary to so make it look like he's a bit like, you know, oh, former WWE champions. Like, but that's what annoys people. It's like that's why the day one thing felt. If he had to lose a title, that's fine. But the, what annoyed everyone the most is he's the one that got the pin. Um, Had to be pinned by Brock to lose it. That annoyed everyone. And then after that, I've done nothing with him. So it's just going but to be. They still could. I don't think they will, but they still could. I want to. Two other things, right? Bad Bunny was very impressive again. I mean, that Canadian, I mean, I know Canadian Shore is one of those moves that's like, uh, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's very, if, if you do it against the white person, it can always look spectacular. But it's always cool to see. I love the Canadian Shore, even if um, there's that. Um, obviously, you got the Randy Orton thing as well. I think it's his hometown, isn't it? Or like he's... It is Randy Orton's hometown, yeah. Randy Orton got a good pop and then was thrown out by Brock Lesnar. Like, he's Dolph Ziggler because... That's how Brock Lesnar sees everyone, Dolph Ziggler. Um, the other thing I want to say, um, the worst part of the whole night, I will never forgive Michael Cole for this, ever. So this is the thing that made you go, that's it. I nearly turned, I nearly turned it off. Right? Wow. He said that Rick Boogs is the strongest pound-for-pound wrestler on the SmackDown roster. When Cesaro is right there, not even booked for the match. How dare you, Michael? The sad truth about Cesaro is we've all kind of... It's it's sad. Another example of a guy that could have been huge, but they just didn't know what to do with him. But yeah, like a guy that basically... What is what is Boogs? What's his name again? Rick Boogs. I mean, I don't get it. I don't get his. I don't. I know he's. He's basically the guitar guy that plays for Nakamura that makes him sound look Nakamura look cooler because he plays. He plays his yeah, guitar. Yeah, but, then, but then, then he came out looking like a vaude villain. It was, it was odd. It it was just odd. I had weird. St- I don't know why. It's maybe weird. Maybe it's because of um. Yeah, some, I have some Steiner vibes with him with the way he's doing the the gorilla press, uh, presses and all that. Mm. I don't know if it's the way he looked. Maybe I'm just look. Maybe I'm just looking into it because I was pretty much bored silly at this point. Um. So, but but I mean. Yeah. And but, on that note, I, where's Bron Breaker? Where's Gunter? Uh, where's, I mean, do you know what I mean? Wa- where's Tommaso Ciampa? Where's Pete Dunn? Do you mean, do you mean Walter? You mean Walter, right? Gunter. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what most main names I'm changes. sorry, I don't know who Walter is. Uh, Walter, Walter has been pushed out. Ah, uh, plus, but... Plausible deniability, is it? Eh? I see what your game is. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, again, it's saying the women's as well. It's like, 
where was the NXT start? Didn't they think they were ready? I mean, if Braun Breaker's possibly like the, the, the height of this new generation that they built, and these new stars, like, I don't know why. Like, why did they just put them there? Like, so in, a, in an alternate universe where I have control of the WWE, right? This Royal Rumble ends with, yes, Brock Lesnar winning, but winning after a basic 10 minute, basically a 10 minute fatal four way hoss battle between Big E, Drew McIntyre, Brock Lesnar, and uh, Gunther. The idea of seeing was it Walter? We're not going to have to escape. I'm just going to call more to you, come Gunter, and then we'll see. We'll see what what, what sticks yeah. in our mind soon. But the point is, like the idea of seeing, I'm going to say Walter slapping, like chopping Brock Lesnar, is just and the idea of laughing it off. That's what I want to see. And then and Brisket's then the idea of, hard, of, of of Big E and and let's call him Big G at this point, going going at it. I mean, it's it's so honestly so many options i mean to be fair you've already done the whole well if i was booking wwe you've already done it you've done it for a year so yeah. i've yeah. a nice simple plug Thank there you. for your um uh, I, think, I think that's free now so i mean i've done i've done, I've done I, don't, I don't get any more do i <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i mean again it's like as you said like it just didn't have anything that the rumble have storylines in between it's surprise surprise Big big elimination surprise entrance. Just it was just enough, it is nothing to just cling on to other than just oh Brock won that was it. Well I mean look at the final so so they throw out was was it Orton third I think it was Orton it uh, might have been Riddle. Is it here we go so I got Brock basically it seems like maybe when my notes is basically Brock comes in at thirty and then I've just got for only four people Brock Brock eliminates this guy Brock eliminates this guy it's basically Brock I think eliminates Orton then he eliminates Bad Bunny then he eliminates Riddle. And then then like, shame, shame a man. And then right, the final two is Drew and Brock. So, so you get to the final two of, of Drew and Brock, and you go, oh, okay, fine. There's history here, and they never really had a proper match because of you know COVID and all this sort of stuff. This will be good. Ten minutes in front of my crowd. Let's go. Oh. No, no, Brock's going to throw Drew McIntyre <clears throat> like he's Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> I, I got best. I love the way you use that like, three times down. It's like just like Dolph Ziggler. It's like. I feel sorry for Dolph in some ways, but anyway. But the point is, Dolph was in this match, by the way, but no one knew because Dolph. I, I I even put in my my notes, but Robert Roode is in it, and I was like, wait, I thought he was fired. <laughs> I thought he was fired. Oh. And I'm not saying that harsh, but it's just like I've, it just I haven't seen him on te- on telly or like do anything meaningful for so many years. I'm just like, I thought he's still in the company. He didn't even know he's still here. But like, is, Dolph's the is same. Is this well. the worst Royal Rumble match since 2015? probably comfortably is it worse than 2015 is the question that everybody wants to know i don't know you know i would say i, I don't know whether it's worse necessarily but i wouldn't say it's better no i would say no okay so i would say no just because of their mark for me emotionally 2015 won't bother me so much that I literally um my mate josh or also josh does here is literally so annoyed <laughs> that what happened it was not it just you got really angry space but this one is just this motion for me like went oh uh, okay it just it didn't it didn't impact me as much so could it could it be would you say 2015 was booked worse like this one was okay it was fine but it wasn't anything amazing it's know? tough one isn't it so like 2015 made me angry this one just made me disappointed. Or just no emotion. Is that at worse? All. 
I mean, no, I, no, I had emotion. I was disappointed. It disappointed me. I, I, Royal I Rumble we... 2015, I was angry. But Royal Ooh. Rumble 2020, I'm not angry. Just disappointed. That's worse. That's worse. At least when you're angry, it shows you care. When you're disappointed, it's just like, it's, why, why do we keep? And why do we keep? I was disappointed in myself for expecting a good rumble. I, to be I, fair, I, rumbles in the past few years have been very, very good. 2020 yeah. is, 2018 well, is. We've been. We've been due a bad one, to be fair. Yeah. I mean, as, I, as soon as you asked me to come on this review, I should sort of come in, right? So. I, I, th- I think it's a situation if we do it again, we do a review again at some point. We've got, we've either got, we've just got to do a, a classic pay view that's amazing. We know it's amazing, so we can stop the, stop, stop the dark. Yeah, or just, um, just like literally go, for, literally if we're going through the um, reviews and just say, okay, if this, if it's not up to like you know best, the best pay per view of the year, we just can't review it together. Because we've got to stop signing. Because like that's was it two now? The first was um, WrestleMania 2000 on my retro, short-lived retro review series, and uh, now Royal Rumble 2022, and this is it. Yeah. So I guess in go well, last thing I asked, like usually I ask Josh this as well, like grade, like final thoughts. What, what if you're going to give us a grade? What would you give this baby? Oh. My, 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 I'll, I'll, get to, I'll, I'll have to think about the brain time a little bit, so I'll get to the thoughts first. Um, I think, similar to what I said at the start, it's not a bad show. It's not a good show. It's a show that's just kind of there. It's if you didn't, Sorry, if you didn't watch this show and you've listened to us or you've read a review or you've, I don't know, watched the YouTube clips, whatever... I don't feel like you've missed anything, and that's a crime for the Royal Rumble. I mean, you can, you can like with the other pay per views, like day one, like the B pay per views, right, all the other stuff, right. If it's just fine, I'm like, I can deal with it because you know it's fine. But as you said, it's, it's Royal Rumble. It's the start. Of, they say the road to WrestleMania, and and you've delivered this. It's like it's you've got you've got all up, and supposedly Royal Rumble to WrestleMania is supposed to be peak. Maybe my supposed to be peak creative when they give a crap time. Well, for, yeah. For three months, it's supposed to be this time frame when they go, okay, we actually have to care now. But well, so this is the thing. You made a good point there. If this was a day one or, or I don't know battleground or whatever name they come up with, right? You go, okay, nothing really noteworthy happened, but there was good wrestling. The Royal Rumble isn't built around good wrestling it's built around good storytelling you are never going to see a five-star royal rumble match because it's just it's just not going to happen it's too long it's too too many people it's not going to happen but you will have well-crafted storytelling matches in the rumble and this weren't it did you want you want a grade you want a grade are we, are we doing letters or are we doing numbers I uh, i mean over the years i've done numbers but recently i'll be doing uh oh, letters so letter. i mean d plus Wow, I don't think I've ever, we've ever had a D plus thing on D, this. D for disappointing. Uh, I mean, but I, plus you, for the the Shield Memorial. Match. I mean, I, I I was gonna say my first thing C plus, maybe if I wanted to be generous, but maybe because, but then I don't know. It's just I always feel like you go into D territory. It's kind of like I don't think it was like totally terrible. I think D's like train wreck of a thing. Like everything sucks. Like there I'll would be a plus, with it. Though. 
Oh, well, that's 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 better, I guess. You go first. There's a reason why there's a reason why in grading systems you always put a plus and a minus. So even if it's like you got an F, but you got an F plus. It's look, it's not helped by the fact that two weeks ago I watched a Royal Rumble 1992 match, and um, that match is up here. This match can't even shine its shoes. I know, I know. Absolutely. I, think, I don't know. I just it's supposed and also supposed to get us excited for WrestleMania. It's supposed to be. It's it's the, it's the point. Maybe it's just me. Maybe maybe I'm having one of those wrestling dips where you just you just don't feel excited to be WWE at the moment. Maybe I am. Maybe I, I just I might, I can't be the only one that thinks this. I mean, I'm not exactly 100 really excited. Going I know in. what you mean. I know what you mean. I I like at this point having my head on and going. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. They're going to do that. They could do this. They could do that. And I look at the card right now for WrestleMania and I go, they're going to do Brock and Roman. They're going to hopefully do Ronda and Becky. And then what else? There's no, I mean, and the problem is now it's a two-night event. They've got, the problem is West, again, if you ever watch Wrestle Kingdom, it's got the same problem sometimes where two of, it's supposed to be this spectacular event where it's one night and it's supposed to be like all these great matches put together. But that two nights, it's like, that means they've got to put matches that, to be fair, probably have no right to be on a WrestleMania card. And I'm, I'm worried that I'm, 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 the, the talent is there. I, I, mean, I mean, for the record, the talent is there. It just needs the stories. It's, it's, it's the talent for WWE has never been the problem. We've all known this. Like they've probably had the was it someone said the most talented crop of wrestling stars they've ever had, like in the sense of ability. But because of terrible creative and not not having any trying something, they just. If they had great creative, then this wouldn't we wouldn't we 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 having this conversation probably every pay per view or every <laughs> every year, but um but yeah I mean I, I guess in, I guess when we get to WrestleMania when we get the matches set I probably would be excited because it's WrestleMania, but if they're gonna I if they're gonna put a pay per view up to this kind of level of booking, then I'm not looking forward to it one bit because elimination chamber is the key they can turn it around in one night right you put on a great elimination chamber pay per view with stories that are exciting you've turned it around but you this is a black mark on the rumble name and i will never forgive them for it ever so, ever ever so on the uh when, when we get to the end of 2022 um and, and i when i do my the jsp awards that me and josh do every year and i can't come to you and say uh what's your favorite pay-per-view of 2022 T- are you telling me the royal rumble is not going to be in that list is I that what you're saying the royal rumble off the list like it's Dolph Ziggler you've just got yourself you've got yourself you've got yourself a t-shirt there <laughs> thanks a t-shirt thing literally you've got a t-shirt design you know oh. just um a lot of things happening in this podcast but um especially for creating a new a new t-shirt design i love it but um anyway but yeah so review of Royal rumble 2022 um so sorry if you've kind of listened to this and kind of a situation have gone could you could, could we have if you've got a guess can we get it for a better pay-per-view but these the hands have been dealt so um yeah man, what I always say is thanks for coming along you know it's a thing we don't do enough in the sense of doing it like this format anyway that's all right happy to come anytime just uh you know make sure you could you do me a favor next time could you let me know after i've watched the show because maybe it'll be a good show after if you let me know after the show you're planning to have me to have me come on right maybe the wrestling gods will go oh well we didn't know so we put on a good show sorry yeah so like what you're saying is basically like watch the show and then go 
do you want to review that? And you can go, you know what? No, mate, I'm good. I'm good. When we get to the good ones, and but um, but yeah, no, but I, I like them. Man. It's fine. But um, yeah, before obviously before before we go, obviously let everyone know where they can find you because obviously this is not the only thing we do. Like this is not like a one-off. We do other things together as well. So yeah, yeah we do. We do a a um, quite a competitive um, fantasy booking series. It's me versus Stuart. It is WWE 2004. It's on a game called Total Stream Wrestling 2020, which is. Uh, probably the peak for wrestling booking games, if I'm honest. We live stream it over at twitch.tv slash Carl Dixon. It's live on my YouTube channel as well. Sorry, not live. It is videos on my YouTube channel as well. Um, Stuart demolished me in the first month. I can give the credit where credit's due. We we rate it as in who gets the best show per week. And over the four weeks of January, he beat me 4-0. It was, it was it was it was it was it was it was one of those situations if you saw it in a football match he would be the opposition manager apologizing to the fans because it was such a mauling but to be fair he's got in enough the royal our royal rumble that again we this might sound arrogant probably is probably way better than this show but um 2004 is great anyway but yes obviously it's kind of even um obviously don't want to give away too much about what the score is in the morning because obviously a lot of this i don't know was it our next episode's out on monday if i remember correctly uh, so our next episode so there will be an episode on monday there'll be an episode on wednesday on the youtube channel and then we'll be live on thursday night with uh week four of february and the no way out pay-per-view don't miss the no way out pay-per-view that's the one to watch i mean again but the interesting thing obviously the hook as they say would be who's going to get the who's going to get the main event who's going to get the main event spot we we find we find out on the next episode on my, on tomorrow, tomorrow so Obviously, he thinks it's that, but boy, you know, he thinks he's um, he th- he thinks he he, he thinks it's going to happen, but you know, I think he'd be devastated. To steal a phrase from Roman Reigns, we the ones. Uh, so basically, he's like this all the time, ladies and gentlemen. He's always he when he wins, he's um when he lo- when he loses, he's um, not a bit great around. When he wins, he's he, he can't help but just really brag about it. So. So, yeah, check that out. Trust me, it's fun, though. It's really fun. I've been loving it. So, check that out. I'll be out Monday. Uh, I keep, keep getting us to Monday's tomorrow, duh, Sunday. All, all because of this on a Saturday. It's I mean, I don't my... know when you're releasing this podcast. So, it, th- there will be videos to watch. We guarantee it. That's all yeah. we say. <laughs> Prop, my, my plan is for this is to get it out at least by tomorrow. Because obviously, to keep it, especially for Mondays, it's good to keep it on keep going that sense but okay which will be a monday so if you finish this and you want to watch more go over to the youtube channel and there we are yeah and if you enjoy this kind of this kind of back and forth weekly yeah go on the twitch as well as on the youtube as well so because um yeah i think a lot of people do enjoy our battles i think i think a lot of people are and as a way to invite myself back on if uh, anybody out there wants to see me and Stuart review a certain show in history it can be bad, it can be good. If you want to be nice to us, that'll be nice. Let us know in the comments and maybe we'll sort something out. Yeah, I mean, uh, to be fair, I've still... Stu- people will call my people. Yeah, because um, uh, to be fair, your people call my people because my people is me. You've got people I don't. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I'm not there yet. But um, but yeah, so I've just realised, obviously, next pay-per-view, obviously, um, hopefully Josh will be back for that, hopefully. Um, oops, uh, I think best pay-per-view is... Elimination Chamber, but that's the one in Saudi Arabia, and it's probably not good for the channel, but I do it anyway. Is we don't really watch the Saudi Arabia shows just because 
I doubt because obviously I I missed the best paper of the year last year by not watching it and I don't I kind of regret it. But I'm st- I'm sticking by my principles, damn it. So, but I think the next one is an NXT one. I think Vengeance or was it Vengeance Day? I think they've got is it standard delivery? Is that the WrestleMania weekend one? Or? I think that's the one, but I think it's different because obviously I think Vengeance Day is a kind of just a Tuesday thing. It's not like they're not doing ah, it as right. a pay per view. But I might do a view on that as well. So maybe maybe do that as well. But I don't. There might be a situation. Uh, I'm not quite sure when we'll be back for another view. So, uh, but um, yeah, check out our YouTube, uh, uh, Just Your Wrestling Podcast. Obviously, um, I I do post um, our pay previous reviews up there now. Um, just so if you want to check out that this has this hasn't been a start of the year thing. We've been around for a while, so we've got a lot. Of, if you want to watch, listen to more podcasts of ours from later years. But um, yeah, uh, go on to Josh Josh's YouTube pod on our Twitter. Check out that kind of stuff. Um, give you an update on all the stuff we're doing, basically. Uh, because um, I'm not quite sure because obviously they decided to do Elimination Chamber um in Saudi Arabia, and that's kind of sucked because I don't want to I don't want to watch Saudi Arabia. So I'm sorry. I might be the I only mean, one. I mean, the irony of WWE going to Saudi Arabia booking a show called Elimination Chamber where people can't get out. So it's a, it's a, yeah, it's just a bit, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you can see why I don't, anyway, but we'll be back. Either way, whatever we come back to review, we're going to review something. Car, uh, was it, hopefully Carl Wimberm again. It was awesome to have you on this. Um, it's, it's a thing we'll be talking about for ages. So it's nice that we can finally do it. Um, we've got, I feel we I feel we have to do this more like we do weekly with them. We've got to do more like pay-per-view views because it feels like it'd be fun. So, yeah, so we'll be but Josh, hopefully back next time. Um, but yeah, so hopefully you enjoyed. I'll be Stuart Vine and um, have an awesome rest of the week. And um, yeah, see you later, everyone. Bye. <laughs>